Welcome back to another episode. Um, this episode is special because it's a it's a collaboration between two other podcasts. Um, the first one is Eight More Than Ninety Two podcast that's hosted by Harrison and Banks, and the podcast My Cup Runneth Over, hosted by the lovely ladies KP and Alexis. And shout out to Harrison and Banks for having us on. And basically having a conversation, talking about all the current events, Black Lives Matter, but specifically the black woman experience and things we would want to see as black women and the support we need from black men in general. Um, We also talk about intersectionality, um, black sexuality in the Black Lives Matter movement, i.e. the trans lives matter and the other hashtags that exist and they need to be represented as well and what else did we talk about we talked about a lot of stuff so I don't want to get too deep into it because it's in the episode but yes shout out to Harrison and Banks for having us and do check out my cup runneth over as well those ladies were awesome I love talking to them and it was just a dope vibe I would love to do more of these mashups too so without further ado here's the episode Enjoy. And if y'all listen on theirs, this is uh, Harrison and Banks for the 8 More Than 92 podcast. So um, we just basically wanted to link up uh, with a couple podcasts that we listen to that we feel like is very funny and I, and I enjoy a lot. And just basically uh, wanted to give a platform, at least on our basis um, of our show, because I know it's mainly run by two guys, but we also have females that listen to it. And we kind of just wanted to do something for especially black women that's going through everything right now. We just want to get them kind of like a, a platform to reach out other audiences to basically have their voices told and kind of help us get back on the same page because of a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Kind of taking away from the message of what's really important, which is our lives and equality. And in order for that to push to these white people, you know, we got to be like on the same accord. So we wanted to give y'all this platform y'all to express yourselves what's going on and then help educate us um for things that we did not know already or help educate other people that are lacking in areas so that probably see one negative and probably turn it to a positive so we appreciate um y'all getting back to us so we can all do this thing together and um i know everybody's seen kind of the climate of what's going on i know um kp and alex y'all kind of discussed it on your last episode um, I know Danielle, yours was the COVID one, so I don't. You hadn't put one on as far as like the toying thing and things like that. But um, I just kind of wanted to um, know y'all opinions on the recent displays of violent acts towards Black women by Black men, and you know that goes on, like I said, with uh, toying, the woman who got hit by a skateboard, and the woman who was thrown through a window in a trash can. I don't know either one of their names, so uh, sorry for getting them wrong. But I just kind of wanted to know y'all takes on like this current climate. Uh, an acts of displays by on black women by black men. Um, it's just heartbreaking. Let's just say that it's a lot because you know we we're dealing with a lot, and then seeing that on top of everything else going on in the climate, it really does hurt. 
it breaks my heart. Like I didn't really address a lot of the topics on my podcast as of yet, because honestly it's overwhelming. It's a lot of topics to even divulge. And I kind of take it personal in a way because essentially these are our sisters and it really questions, you know, I mean, we're all, we're all black lives matter, but we shouldn't even have to say that. The fact that we need reassurance from our black brothers and everything else makes it seem like we're fighting two different battles and it gets exhausting, you know, at first glance on social media, having to talk about it with family or your peers, it's a lot to deal with. Um, but that's my first impression and then after that it's like okay how do we heal from here how do we bring more people together how do we get insurance from everybody that we're all on the same page as far as what we want with justice and everything else but then do we feel protected and safe so yeah yeah to, to kind of follow up on that I, I think when we kind of talked about in in our episode also it was just kind of just you know black women being forgotten um, and we kind of touched on just, you know, the stigma of, you know, black women in households are seen as this kind of symbol of strength. And it, it seems like, you know, even just for me personally, my mom raising three kids on her own. I mean, she had, you know, she had once she got married again and, and, you know, and then that lasted a little bit and then being divorced. But even after that, she was still, you know, what I see is just all these, I see all these images of just these black women just being so strong so it's it's kind of like we kind of touched on and just mentioned you know it seems like people just kind of get to that aspect of you know you got it are you okay or or you know black men are used to seeing these these women being so strong so it's kind of like you know they got it so they're okay but just yeah seeing these images of just you know what happened with Toyin and then the girl being thrown in the trash can it's kind of like you know, and it's from what I could see in the video, especially from the girl being thrown in the trash can, it seemed like they were black men, you know, that were contributing to that and putting her in there. So it's kind of like, okay, that could have easily been your sister. That could have been your mom. That could have been your cousin. That could have been, you know, your daughter for that much. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got sinus cold. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it is. It, it's challenging because it's like she said, it, it, like Danielle said, it is, it's kind of like we're fighting two different fights. We're trying to Black lives matter, but we're also trying to also make sure, hey, don't forget us too. Black women also matter. We understand that, you know, black men are being persecuted at a level, um, you know, at, at a different at a different rate than other races and other other people. But at the same time, too, don't forget the black women, because at the end of the day, when black men need support, who they are, who they're going to have in their corner? It's other black women. Black women. True. Exactly, 100%. Um, like uh, Danielle said, it's completely overwhelming with everything that's going on because, you know, like KP just said, we got the whole black men getting pretty much slaughtered every day. And then on top of that, then you have like black women being ignored every day and also treated like a joke, like the whole um, dumpster thing was pretty much, it seemed like a joke, but it wasn't funny. So it's just like, be serious sometimes, like with everything that's going on, like, can you not just treat everybody with respect, at least right now, like, come on, like, and she just looked so, that video broke my heart, because she just looked so sad, at first she was going along with it, and then, like, her eyes, it just, I know she cried mm -hmm. after that video cut off, like, 
that is so sad but people think it's funny like we as black people joke a lot but at some <laughs> point you got to draw a line like you know you gotta be like nah this ain't funny it just funny period it was like what was the context like what did she do I, even if she did mm -hmm. do something why for what yeah um that's where it's like overwhelming because it's like okay well you know and then brianna taylor like i feel like a lot of the posts more recently within the last day or so it's all about don't forget her yeah and i hate that we have to say that because mm -hmm. that's what it's turning into the fact that her case is almost dissipating and disappearing and then awareness for it is disappearing and i'm like oh where are we going like what happened you know so yeah tough i like what y'all said um kp and alex um they did like some real flugazy shit and i'm gonna throw back that word real quick but uh it's kind of crazy that you make a law and let the <laughs> motherfuckers ride free um, Man. it was just like whoa one thing at a time brother we gotta we gotta get this thing passed right um yeah i think it's kind of crazy and i was never really i was never really the activist as far as like what was all going on just because it seemed like we just kind of march for about five minutes until however long it takes you to get to the store and back and then it's over and you know i'm kind of um i wear my stuff on my sleeve so if i was ready i'm ready you know what i'm saying i don't want to go get my pitchforks and stuff like that for us to be done before I put my face paint on. So the fact that we've been kind of holding this, but it's still certain things that kind of happen in between. And um, I just thought it was weird. It was weird to see from me personally, um, it was weird to see how many uh, black women were saying that this is normal for them for treatment for black um, men because I think me and Banks have said this, like nobody in our circle has ever treated black women like this. Like uh, I see how my dad treated my mom and I just like, that wasn't for me. And the most I did probably like, as far as like disrespecting is like my older sisters, like, you know, fighting them or things like that. But it was never, it was never like that type of issue. So I thought it was probably like some few and far between stuff until, you know, Twitter show you everything, but mm -hmm. Um, I see more and more and more and it's just always like it's like you know they put second place but if you ever ask me like I said I I feel like if the black man especially because I'm in the military so you know I know it's hard enough for me as myself but as soon as you get to get like that angry black man setting but as soon as you get a little bit upset you classified as ghetto and you know, they just hinder you at all. So I just know if we working twice as hard, y'all working two times more than that. And so, like I said, we had always been uplifting, like, you know, don't see myself anybody black, you know what I'm saying, partner, partner. So, so I didn't think it was as prevalent until, you know, everything that was kind of going on. And it's like disheartening. And it's, it's more, I'm more angry at the dudes than I am the being, being upset for the females just because I don't know, I just, that's just never been something I rock with. Like, I don't even, I don't even put myself in a situation where I could overpower or bully somebody. You know what I'm saying? So just to casually, just to, and this ain't like one of them things where you're trying to walk away and the girl come up there and, you know, she swing on him and you'd be like, oh my God, he hit me. You know what I'm saying? After he defend himself, like this is the, like this ain't even escalated. Like it's clearly two, I think it was two guys who threw her through a window. You know what I'm saying? At what point, like you said, was a joke not funny 
when the track when you in the trash can, you know what I'm saying? Cause now that's worse than spitting on me. You throwing me in trash, and then you throwing me through glass, and then um, you know, like I said, you um, you hit me with a skateboard or something like that. And then, like I said, the and then like y'all say, like the Brianna Taylor is, it's like the fact that somebody got to keep telling you that she is, you know, still there, ain't nothing happening, is kind of like is remedial at this point like it shouldn't even be like i would have said fuck that law honestly handle that second but you know i i think it's um i think it's not getting enough i think we're not speaking about ourselves enough amongst ourselves really for real because i feel like if you really sit there and think about it i feel like we coin it as a female issue a complaining mm-hmm. a lot of times yeah. and don't don't write really just listen well i think that too like coining it as a female issue but also too like it goes back to, you know, when you see something, say something. Like if you see, if you see a woman being disrespected, you as a black man, say something. Whether you may not even know this dude from Adam, but you know, check him. I think that's a lot of, um, we've seen that, especially with um, Gabrielle Union, when she came out and talked about, you know, how she was racially discriminated and Terry Crews, coon ass was like, (laughs) he was like, oh, that wasn't my experience. And I'm like, it don't matter if that's your experience. If y'all the only two black people in there and somebody, and she came and was like, she came to you because she felt like, you know, if she did come to him and was like, I feel like he can relate. And he was like, oh, well, that's just not my experience. I, I, I don't think that that ever happened. Well, that might not have been your experience, but it might have, it might, why would she, you know what I'm saying? Even, whether she was in the wrong or not, she needed that support. So for him to be like, to just dismiss it, I think that was, that, well, that's a, a lot of it. Like, I might not, I've never been thrown in a trash can, knock on wood, because the day that come, mm, y'all gonna Listen, <laughs> the day that come, listen, but I'm just saying like, I've never had anything like that happen to me, like to that extreme, like the bullying and everything like that. But at the same time too, when, if someone is being disrespectful towards somebody else, whether it's a female or a male, I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm gonna step up and be like, hey, you don't have to talk to them like that. Or you don't have to put your hands on them like that. Even though that's not my problem, they may need help. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes from too. to see something, say something. You may not know this dude and you may see him, you know, that's the problem where they see women being disrespected and being like, well, that's his girl. I ain't even going to get involved with that. Or that's their problem. I ain't going to get involved with that. That may not be the case, but you know, that, that person may need your help. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. That because that'll help with the protection and feeling safe around each other. But then also, um, Oh, I had a point and I forgot it. But yeah, no, co-signing with all of that because it does, I feel like it's, it stems from fear a lot of the times because people don't want to get in the way of other people's problems because they don't want to be part of a problem or a conflict. And I think with just a little bit of confidence and just saying, hey, you know, that's not cool. You know, it's not like you have to get into a physical altercation for me or anything, but just let me know that like you saw it and you're not okay with it because when you're letting it slide it just like you said kp it's dismissive and when it's dismissive then it's like enabling all this poor behavior to keep going and it's like a snowball effect of just bullshit that happens to to us as black women and that's where we need to just cut the cord it's going to be a long haul because everyone has to just slowly but surely just make those little things of just saying something and then it could re- it could 
turn into a behavioral change that we really need. Like I was saying on, I think last week's episode, like it's something as simple as speaking up, like if you see it on Twitter or something and just saying, shouting it out or retweeting and being like, this, this is messed up because I literally had to go and search for two of the videos that you were talking about because I hadn't seen them anywhere. I didn't see the trash can video anywhere. I didn't see the skateboard thing anywhere. Like, why is that not in the news more? Like, why aren't you blowing these people up? Like you do everything else. Why isn't this posted everywhere as being a problem as much as the next thing? Not saying that this is more important than George Floyd or any other person that's in the news, but why isn't that up there too? Why? Is it like everything, even with the toy and thing, you don't see that anywhere. So why are black women just hidden news? Why are we fake news? Right. (laughs) And to your point about how hard it is to find any evidence of any wrongdoing to black women because it gets buried because something else has happened. I, I guess the reason, the conclusion I've come to with why I've, feel like a lot of the black women on my timeline have been saying, don't forget uh, Brianna. I felt like Floyd, black men and women, where we have our issues and that we need to, this is what this space was for too, to talk about those issues that we have with each other. And I feel like when company gets involved, and I feel like we all know what company is. um, Terry, Candace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When company gets involved, they twist and 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 mess up our narrative so like we have our things that we're working through but then the media will use those fractured moments and only highlight floyd right floyd was a very polarizing guy as far as like you know when candace we all probably seen clips of the candace owens when she's trying to go in on him and she talks about his rap sheet and we all know he did porn at one time i mean floyd did it all he he was definitely living yeah, i didn't catch life. that Oh yeah. George is out here living a life. And the fact that that's out there, right? Like the fact that I know that about him or that a lot of people would know that about him, but we don't know one thing really about Brianna. So I, I feel like, yes, there's an issue between black men and women, but I feel like outsiders, come in and they feed off of the fact that we are having discord and they pump George Floyd, right? And you get all these talking heads, Candace Owens, those little twins, the the black twins. I don't, uh, I can't, the Hodge twins, I think they are. They're like a conservative, like right wing sort of thing. They're black. (laughs) Um, They get all, white people get all these talking, (laughs) they get all these talking head Negroes and and then they share all these points and they hide behind them. I'm pretty sure you've all been on Facebook or Instagram or somewhere. Somebody has posted something and been like, I, oh yeah, this is a smart woman right here. I've, I've seen that so many times um, on my timeline um, from my educator friends, or I guess Facebook friends, I should say. Um, they love to hide behind Candace Owens. And not to make this like a Candace Owens thing, but like that is their go-to girl. And there is a problem when I feel like when these people who openly support Trump and openly support things are just anti-black, I feel like it's a problem when I see your face on my screen, Candace Owens. So I I think that's what's really happening here. 
simultaneously. Like we have issues amongst each other and the media is hijacking it and making it all George Floyd or all, you know, black man over here, this black man. Um, and we, we do seem to forget like Brianna was asleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she was knocked out. And they don't want to talk about nobody who doesn't have a long rap sheet. I think was she a, was she a, some sort of like nurse? nurse? Was she going to nursing school? What was no. she doing? I thought she was a cop because of uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie to you. No, she was an EMS. Like Goodbye. Okay. 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 So I'm glad I wasn't on nobody TV show there. Kill my own cops, people. Just that was a million dollar question. You would have right. Right. She clearly had other stuff going on that was so positive. This toy and girl. She did have a little bit of a sketchy past, at-risk things. You know, she ran away from home, um, et cetera. But she didn't, I mean, none of them deserved what they got. The outcome. Um, and so it's not as hard. It's not as hard to paint that person. It's not as hard to for Candace Owens to get on here and talk about Brianna. Because what, what, what you got, Candace? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Floyd is such a lightning rod with all of the stuff that he did. And, I mean, whatever else he had going on, that's what they pump. And like, I know you guys, you ladies, uh, KP and Lex, you guys talked about the Dave Chappelle, um, you know, thing he did, the 30 minute little stand up or whatever he did. Mm -hmm. And he, he talked about, man, I feel like you, Daniel, I just totally lost my point. I was on a roll. I still, um, need, man. I still need J. Cole to talk. Oh, <laughs> celebrities man. talking. I'm just saying, because all J. Cole do seem to do is rap. That was what I wanted to ask. No, too. no, 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 no. Okay. Dang, I can't remember. It was a super good point, and I was leaning to it, man. It was. Oh, was, it was the point about him talking about that the they asked why was George Floyd our hero? Yes, that's what it is. Right. Yes. Thank you. Right. So yeah, 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 yeah. He no, that's exactly what it was <laughs> because that's what we all we were all like me and my other friend. We were talking and we were like, who said this man was? like blacks jesus you know what i mean like who who made this man out to be we didn't we didn't edify him you know <laughs> like we, we we learned about george floyd when everybody else did mm -hmm. um and and so i i think you know that's my point on the whole thing i feel like you know we have our issues but our stuff is getting hijacked and it's pumped out and i feel like we need to continue to champion for um each other um and, and but especially of course black women which i guess would segue into the next question that i have you know with all of the black lives matter movement um we james and i i don't know how you guys feel i guess this would be your time to say it james and i have noticed a lot of um like offshoots so of course this month is pride month subcategories and, and um yeah and so i've seen a lot of all black lives matter <laughs> and I've seen even before then, you know, I saw a lot of black women matter when all this stuff was going on. Um, and of course, we all, you know, trans lives matter and et cetera. Excuse me. Um, how do you guys feel uh, about those subsets or those sub hashtags, uh, specifically, you know, I guess people trying to highlight, you know, wherever they can, you know, do you or do you feel like just saying black lives matter is enough? Uh, these these subgroups are problematic or like I mean where what are your feelings on on that? Well, I mean personally in my opinion, I think that <laughs> I saw a post and I actually posted it on my page not too long ago where it said 
I'm seeing a lot of people saying all black lives matter. Don't you see the irony in this? And yeah, it is like, because nobody's saying that all black lives don't matter. It's sad that we have to say like these part of black lives matter too. Like these people matter too. So, I mean, I'm here for the subcategories. I hate that it has to be broadcasted like this, but Mm -hmm. If that's what it takes to get the point across, then let it be done. Because clearly Black Lives Matter alone is not getting the yeah, point yeah. across. So maybe we have to say Black women lives matter, Black trans lives matter, like because Black lives alone clearly do not matter. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think it to me, it's not that big a deal. Like I just like if, if that's how you if that's what you feel you want to express, then cool. Um, but when I read Black Lives Matter, I just mean Black Lives Matter like 355 black 388 maybelline whatever shade you are then that all matters i don't look at it as you know like only black women or only black men like um there was and i I literally was looking back the other day there was a post that revolt had put up and it was like someone had drew this picture of um george floyd it was like an artist had made it and the caption on it was like protect our black men it said protect our black men at any cost or protect our, it's a, yeah, it was like, it was pretty much singling out. Like we're only focusing on black men. And then in the comments, people were like, what about black women? What about black women? And they were commenting and saying like, I mean, of course, of course, of course. And then I went back a few days later and the chat, the caption was changed to protect all black lives at all, at any cost. And it was just like, why didn't you say that at first? Like, why did you have to, why did you have to just go, oh, we're only going to protect the black men because then it's like, okay, well, then what are you trying to say? So I get it. But when I think about the different hashtags and the subcategories, it makes me think back to that Dave Chappelle episode or his stand up when he was talking about the car in the LGBTQ. Oh, yeah. I don't remember how many, but the car when he was like, you know, the, the, you know, the, the bisexuals are driving, whoever's driving. It's like, okay, well, the whole car is the Black Lives Matter movement. And the men might be driving, the women may be in the passenger seat, but then it's like, are the trans lives, they holding up the car? You know, that's what it seems like when you start breaking up the different categories. It's like, let's all get to the destination first. And we, but we can all do, we can all do it when we're together. We can't start separating out the black, the men, the women, the trans, the, you know, all of that. We have to, in order for us to get to where we're going, we have to do it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a lot because it can get nitty gritty. Like, trans lives binary lives like if we want to go we can go but it's just a it's also a learning curve you know you have to just um learn from it like how you said the person who posted uh protect all black lives or black men at all costs and that got changed at least he changed that means he understood he needed to work the words a little bit and include everyone so you know inclusion is real because at the same time, social media is a great platform. Everyone has their right to complain about something. Um, and everyone has a right to be upset. And if they don't feel included, they'll let you know. And that's fine. I'm all for learning. So I get it. And I have, you know, I have a gay brother. I have a girlfriend who's bi- non-binary. So if she were to say all black non-binaries matter, I'm for it. I understand. I mean, it's not my struggle. But I get it because mm-hmm. we're all in it together. So I think if we can just make those little notch of a change, 
it's not so bad, but it's when we focus on it because I too see some of my peers on Instagram post like how they're so exhausted about all these extra little subgenres posting about how they matter. And I'm like, yeah, but we all have the same end goal. So if we just focus on the end goal, we'll be okay. And we won't be struggling so much with each other. But I think once we start losing that, it starts to get to be like a distraction and we're just arguing about things that don't even need to be a thing, you know? Like trans lives matter too, for sure. Once Mm -hmm. I saw a video of like a trans woman being harassed, I was like, say no more, I understand. And that's all I need to see. It's very similar to the the black girl getting thrown into a trash can or the other girl getting hit by a skateboard. It's all in the same genre of abuse and harassment that I don't tolerate. So I think if everyone can just get on track with that, we'll be cool. But until then, it is a distraction and it allows for our message to be infiltrated by negativity and other things that don't allow us to progress with our messages and our words, especially on our own platforms on social media. You said that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that's that's how I've been for a while. Um, I think it's a distraction and pretty much everything you said, um, I feel like it's, it's, it's a tool that's being used to further because when you because you get some people who don't know how to tactfully say all lives I mean um uh trans lives matter oh, or whatever that's the whole show I was like oh, I know <laughs> uh, like for instance I, I said this on the last podcast when um Joe Budden's what is she baby mama like what is, I don't know what her status a is distraction oh San Santana <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to figure out their relationship. What you say, but... a neighbor? This is baby mama. She's <laughs> hanging on this thread. She was, she put a little insta put in when it wasn't really necessary yeah, like, for right. the cause. It, it, like, like for her to come out so aggressive, you know, I, I believe it. Uh, her, she started out her post with like, if anybody come in my comments, I'm gonna fire you up. At a, uh, uh, uh. And but then I Dominicans already, was killing black people the next week. So I was and like, I'm, I'm already on. like out of whatever you're talking about. You know what I mean? Because you came at it so heavy and you, you low key or high key, you made it about you. And I feel like that was a really selfish thing to do for you to draw all this attention and then, you know, write a whole paragraph about incidents that have to do with trans. Like I didn't even hear none of that. You know, like the delivery was off. And I feel like we get a lot of, uh, somebody said infiltrators and, and people who co-op stuff. And I just feel like it's so detrimental to us because we'll get in the comments and we'll see, well, what about black or what about, you know, what about, uh, what about special needs? What about, you know, these type of black people and these subjects. And I, like you said, KP, if we could all, I call it like our collective black group chat, we all just need to get in there and be like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna ride this car to our destination um, of equality and peace and tranquility, whatever that is. And then when we get there, we can kind of we can kind of sort through the BS. Okay, black men, what's your deal with black women? Okay, black gay men, what's your deal with you know women black like what everybody's deal is? But having like these. Yeah, say that shit in the car and don't be saying that when we get to the destination. For real. Right, right. Do all that fighting that mama lets My you do. My mama says, like, boy, when we get out this car, if y'all embarrass me, I'm embarrass y'all ass. So. Right. Like, my, well, my grandma used to take me 
to because she used to she bakes and she used to go to beauty shops and sell and I used to go with her because I wasn't old enough to <laughs> stay at home. She I, one time I was crying. I don't know what it was about. And she and she snatched me up. She was like, <laughs> she said, "Boy, don't you don't you go into these white people's establishment crying? <laughs> don't so you need to, you need to dry your face up." And and I feel like that's like we need to be on my favorite word code. We need to all have a code with each other. Like, okay, we're not gonna do this right here in front of them. You know, it's just like whatever, wherever you guys work, I'm sure you have. If unless you're an entrepreneur of some sort, um, you know, fully. <laughs> we're not we're not we're not gonna get sidetracked that's the point though we probably said at the end but uh, you know we all have or have worked and we've had black people that we we see and we're like yes black you know and we and we try to we try to build like relationships and stuff with them we don't act the same once we break you know mm -hmm. at least some of us don't you know what i mean like and so it's like ooh, like or because <laughs> i'm a teacher right so i'm around a bunch of women all the time and it is so refreshing to be to find a black woman you know because oh you know all my slang oh you know all my references <laughs> you know all of this stuff and and what's about to happen in the next school year we got a, a young black male like myself um and i was just so excited when he called me on the phone and told me i don't know who this guy is from anybody right he just called me and i was just so excited my fiance was like you know you do a lot of yelling uh, <laughs> I was so excited that I had somebody else there to really understand what's going on and to, to go back. I know whenever we get to school, it won't be no Mr. You know, Jackson does his thing and Mr. Ba it's it's we, we see each other. We know what we want from each other. We know what we need to do together collectively to move forward. I'm not going to sit up here and try to out you, you know, or try to make you look crazy in front of company. That's just that's just not a part of my makeup. Um, and I would never do that to a black person on social media. So I don't really get into it with with anybody on social media, really. But like black people, especially um, white people here recently, I've I've been on fire and I had to calm down because Beyonce was like, you need to you need to look, <laughs> you think about your job. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I let into them. But us, I, I would much rather be like, hey, you know that was kind of that was kind of lame <laughs> you know uh we shouldn't do that again or maybe you know and I'm, I'm not saying i'm not a, opposed to being approached like that either like if you feel like i'm doing some old off code stuff hey taylor you know or mr banks like that was really like you know like i i just feel like that's how we have to be we have to be on code we have to understand that all of these different lives that we all lead collectively as black people uh are important and are valued and are needed um, in order for us to go anywhere. So, yeah. yeah. One, one thing you did say that you, that I think you and Danielle both mentioned that it was kind of like, that it's the delivery. Like, I mean, people don't hear what you say. Um, I never saw Santana's message or whatever, so I didn't even know. But um, if you start off aggressive, that first sentence, I'm already out the window. I'm already active. Like, I'm like, you know, I don't, whatever you finna say next, I really don't care. Because you've already let me know it's about to be defensive or it's about to be offensive, so I'm already on defense. So it's like, it's about delivery. You have to convey something where people can can understand. And sometimes they're, you're, gonna, you're not going to get everybody. There are people that you, like, even with, you know, people that I've trained at work, I can train 10 people the same way. And out of, you know, the 11th person is not going to understand anything that I just said. 
So you there, there's going to be some people that aren't going to catch it. And the message is going to be like, well, she just said that she doesn't care about black trans people. It's like, no, that's not what we said. That's not what I said. You didn't understand that. So, I mean, but I think that is where you got to kind of, okay, let me pull you, where you just said, pull me to the side and say, okay, let me just, you don't have to blast me out or go back and forth on social media or back and forth in the meeting, but let's just have a conversation about it. A mature conversation about it. Let, mm-hmm. me, let me add that word in there. Mm-hmm. Right. I wish you wanted to add something. Me? No. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I um I don't agree with your pull them to the side. I mean, I'm a joke on your ass if you say something to me on social media. But like I ended it with that one woman who said something, I'm gonna still give you a compliment and can't nobody else joke on you, just like my mama said, you know. So but um I just think that like like everybody said, so it won't be too long because everybody took all my points. But uh <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like if we could just stay on code and ride the bus, um, I just feel like, to me, I feel like it's a lot of inception going on. Um, I feel like as soon as we get like the progress, like we was really doing something, somebody whispering in somebody's dreams, tell them gay people don't matter. You know what? I'm tired of people doing this to gay Tell them black women don't matter. You know what? Tyrone ain't never loved me. Tell them little people don't matter. And I just feel <laughs> like it's like, because I don't like it. And this is why I'll differ from everybody. When you say little people, do you mean midgets or do you mean like short? Under people? five, five. It can be. It, see, that's what I'm saying. Like you know. Nine. I mean, I'm five ten, so I don't. I'm at a. I mean, hey, I'm six two, so I don't <laughs> have to worry about that. You know, but not everybody here is like that, so I don't want to call them out because, like I said, I'm not gonna talk like them in public. But uh, I feel like but, you get shots to me, so it's okay. Like, oh no, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna say I don't. I don't know how tall you are, but we're narrowing it down. But anyways, um, I just feel that like there's no cutoff to it and i feel like it's so it's one kkk it ain't kkk from crenshaw it ain't this it's nothing it's this one kkk is one Aryan nation it's one this it's one that and i feel like that's it i don't give white people too much credit for anything besides um murdering hanging and cross burning but they seem to stick to that like they all racist you know what i'm saying like it's one one of their master they're master thieves too you know they that steal too, land man. they steal people Exactly. You know, they come, they come out there and do that. And and I just feel that where we mess up is you don't really have a cutoff limit at that. Because like I said, what is like, well, shoot, do not do black kind men don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it can get so stupid at that point, but you can't sit there and tell somebody what they believe is important without being a basher. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you do all Black Lives Matter, you kind of dilute it from the people that you're trying to show that it matters for. So I personally think that is um, detrimental to what we're doing, all of this, to do them subcategories, because at the end of the day, Black is attached to all of it. So it really doesn't make sense. Now, I will say, I didn't know that it was all geared towards men. You know what I'm saying? I, that was something later, but I never looked at it like that. I looked at it, it was like, I'm fighting for the little gay man and the 510 Black woman and the ones with the hair wrapped and the, the boy missing teeth. You know what I'm saying? Because that's they all black, because everyone has black in the header. So I feel like that was remedial to sit there and just put like all black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? And that's where we at now. You know what I'm saying? What they do is they snap their finger this way and they put the exception in and now y'all two people are going at it. And now y'all two people are going at it. And now y'all two people are going at it. So now this role went this way. But now he's like, you know what? I'm going to go this way because, you know, I got to get my trans people on board and then I got to get my women on board and I got to get this. And so now when we come 
where we get picked off at is the people that stayed in the middle or everybody, instead of us being one big hole, we getting picked off from the side because they brought everybody up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, how they separate everybody from Tulsa. All the people that was ready, you know what I'm saying? They they pulled all the people that was about to fighting out and they snuck in and killed everybody from inside because they was the one who weren't trying to get everything. And I feel like that's why I feel like all this is it doesn't, it's not necessary. I, I can be unsensitive, but I guess I'm just looking more of a long goal. You know what I mean? Because I don't, it, black people ain't Pokemon card or Yu-Gi-Oh cards where you just pull out the card and be like, trans, kill them. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not putting up like, this ain't the one I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? I can't use this one. You know, it's black. You know what I'm saying? They that, That's the key word in all of it, black danger. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen them pull back and be like, no, nah, no. Nah that ain't our type. We ain't looking for him today. You know what I'm saying? So the message of the matter is a black person was killed by that. Now, after they sit there and say a black person's killed, of course they're going to go through they, they, um, they criminal history for some odd reason. You know, they ain't got nothing to do with him being dead, but he stole something in first grade. So, you know, he like he was going down this path. And, you know, that's what they try to do. They, they look at it and all they're going to do is point to it and say, they don't even know what the fuck they want. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know who they want to represent. And so now when you put that all in front of it, how much longer until we drop the black? I don't think we'll drop the black because it's not like a fork in the road. It's not like you can only go this way and that way. As long as we're headed the same direction, I, that's why it's okay to have your, your sub-labels because at the end of the day, it's your experience as a person period like if you are gay trans or anything else on top of black then you still have the black experience in you and if we're all headed the same direction we can honor each other and still walk together i don't think it should be divided up into um different lanes because mm -hmm. it's like being on a freeway there's multiple lanes on the freeway as long as it goes the same direction you're good it's just going to take a long time because we all have to accept everyone's experience, no matter how big or small. So as long as we can take accountability for learning a new subgenre uh, sub or a new subgroup or anyone who feels like they've been left out and they say, well, what about me? I'm black and blank or whatever they identify as. If you just say, well, come on, let's keep it pushing together, then I think the acceptance will be there the the safety net will be there because at the end of the day it's all about protecting each other supporting each other and making sure everyone feels like they're heard because that's when it does become a distraction when everyone starts saying well i don't feel like i'm represented or anything like that then now we took a little detour and we're trying to educate and be like no we hear you come with us and let's talk about it together we'll you don't think that's like a mind game now like, I mean, just personally, I mean, I just wanted to purchase because I can't nobody answer this question, but, um, and I've been asking this for like a couple of weeks now because the first traumatic experience is black and I don't knock anybody's traumatic experience. Like, um, I've never personally had a police encounter, you know, but I work in a profession where my demeanor takes away from the actual work I do. 
You know, so so I know I could have hit plateaus that I should have hit earlier, but because of who I am or because of how my stature is, you know what I'm saying, I've been derailed the same way that, you know, people had their own hiccups. And so I was just, you know, so I don't knock anybody's trauma. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, but I feel like the first instance, and I remember I saw that little boy who hid as a child, who hid behind a car when a police rolled by. His first trauma in life is being black. And when he realizes that he's black. So, you know, I feel like that's something all these subcategories have in common and that's i feel like that's what we need to portray to because we i feel like the black part will all relate to that trauma alone and then i feel like we're trying to get our message to them to let them know that we matter you know what i'm saying because if we can't get the black part they don't care about the in my opinion they don't care about the the traumas of a trans or a lesbian or bisexual you know what i'm saying i feel like like i said we all share the black part so that's what I was, yeah. Yeah, we, we totally do. It, that's, I don't think that'll ever be forgotten because that's the, that's the whole thing. But I do feel like we do have to honor everyone's experience regardless if it feels like a, a distraction. I don't think it is. I think it's just a learning curve. It's just more education because at the end of the day, education is what's going to get everybody moving. And if we have to take time to um, basically just get others on board, the subgenres and everything else, then we will have to do it. I feel like it's going to be part of the struggle no matter what. I don't mm -hmm. think it's 100% the distraction. I yeah. do feel like media does play into it because it's easy, but it's not like we can't change the narrative at any point. True. They're hitting us oh. with the, I bet you won't hit them. But I, this is why I like the car ride. You know what I'm saying? Because me and him have a certain opinion. And I can't speak to that out loud. Well, I can speak to it, but I can't speak to it with anybody because, you know, I'm on in front of everybody. So it's like we never get this chance to really just sit and talk in between. Of course, it's going to be broadcasted to the world. But, you know what I'm saying? When you're on a platform, is that really like in the comments where everybody see the time to call out saying, man, it's stupid. It's all like, you know what I'm saying? But like, as long as we can have it in-house to all be on the same page, I feel like that's what I took out of this. Like, cause my questions have finally been answered from the other perspective. And one thing too, I, d I don't think the subcategories, I don't think they necessarily slow anything or down or take away. Cause when you think about it, you have, so say, you know, you, you, you focus on the, you know, black trans matter. Okay. Well, you also have people in other races that are transsexual that are like, you know, I may not be black, but I have, I've felt the same discrimination that you have felt because, you know, you have black, <clears throat> black trans people that they have the discrimination of being black, but also that discrimination for being trans. But then you have white people that are also trans that say, I may not know what it's like to be black, but I know what it's like to be discriminated, discriminated against in the sense of being trans. So I may not understand what it's like to be discriminated against because of your skin color, but I know what it feels like to be discriminated against based off of your you know, sexual preference. So you add those people towards your movement to get a little bit more movement. Same as women. I mean, you may not have women in the workplace they get discriminated against because they say oh well, i don't want to hire her she's already four months pregnant she's about to go on maternity leave in a few months by the time we train her she's going to be gone so there's no use in hiring her or you know women need more time from work because they do have you know menstrual cycles and some people have you know disorders where they have to take off of work because they can't 
they can't function during that time, even if it's only a few days. So you do have those discriminations on top of being black. So then you take on more women that aren't black and you add them to that movement to move it a little bit more. So I don't think it takes away from it. I think maybe it, it may make other people aware to say, I may not be able to understand how you feel as a woman or transsexual or a vice or as a black woman, but I are, you know, as the color of your skin, but I know what it's like to be discriminated against in other areas. So I, I, I can kind of relate, even though I don't know. So I think it may not, it may not take away from it. I think in a sense it can help because I see, I've seen a lot just from pictures and videos and things on social media of like, you know, protests. I've seen way more white people like out. I mean, not in certain, it depends on your location. Cause you know, okay, some places yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, we there, but then some places it's like, there are way more white people out here than there are black people that are like, you know, I've seen way, I've seen a lot more white people outraged and will be quick to be like on Facebook or, you know, someone posts something about blue lives matter and they in the comments or they in the comments, like first of, you know, they just checking their ass. So them. it's like, you know, I, it, I, I, I think it, it doesn't take away from it. If anything, I think it helps as far as like, let's, and I, I like, I like to see it. I like to see when other races are like, okay, let's, let's help this movement. I understand that, you know, it's black lives movement and I'm attached to it and, I can, I can make a difference in some way. So I don't think it necessarily, it can, it can shine a lot, you know, just kind of take away from what we are. We are focusing on black lives. So it can, you know, we're focusing on trans lives or women and we're not focusing on the overall big picture, but I think it also brings that awareness with it also. Okay. Which uh, sort of leads to the next topic, which is intersectionality and clearly <laughs> from what you ladies have just explained, um, you you would agree that that's a thing, like intersectionality exists. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually talking about it on last week's episode, but I didn't know the term intersectionality. Whenever you sent it, I texted KP and was like, what the hell does this mean? For real? I was like, these Harvard moments, what y'all, what y'all, okay. I see y'all, yeah. I was like, this is actually what I, I was talking DC, about. I see but you know, ain't nobody bragging. Yeah, I was like, you know, this is what I was trying to say on last week's episode that even within like black people or within a certain gender or something, there is still levels to it. Like clearly a white woman is going to be more prominent and people typically care about them more than they do a black woman, even though we're both women. You know, and going to your point, James, whenever you're talking about like, well, all black lives matter, but you know, yes, that is true. But clearly it's evident within like news and other things that men sometimes take the forefront of the issue. So it is definitely still a thing where women are less important or black women are less important than black men. And I actually, like I said, I talked about this last week and it's not it's not by much, but there definitely is a difference between the two. Okay. You really see it, especially I don't know if you ever like kind of paid attention when little um little white girls go missing. They they talk about it in psychology where it's like the blonde the hair, blue stars. eyes. Yeah, like when when they go missing, they're all over the news, they're all over CNN. There you know, something happens, but if a little black girl goes missing, I find out via Twitter. 
literally that's the only way you know you don't really hear about it in the news too much so it's kind of like okay well why not why not that even even as we i know we did we talked about a little bit briefly in one of the insecure episodes where um about you know black women in in medical in in the medical area of you know going to the doctor and you expressing your concerns and i'm not gonna say black men because y'all be going to the doctor y'all don't Mm -hmm. but I work in medical. I know but I'm just saying like, you know, like when black women go to the hospital and even I've experienced this and I've even known, you know, people personally that have had this happen where they've expressed concerns about, you know, like my ears hurting or I have this sharp pain in my side that's been there for a few days. And the doctor's been like, oh, you're fine. You know, just take some time. You'll be all right. Or I mean, it, it probably isn't that big of a deal. And then, mm, you know, a few days know. later or things like that, they've either died from, you know, serious complications or it ended up being something worse because they don't take them serious. So I do, I do think, um, agree with everything that Lex said, you know, I think it, it happens and it's there. It may not be something that people are aware of because a lot of these things you don't think about. It's just something that's in the back of your mind. Like I know, especially going to the doctor, the doctor says, oh, it's fine. You're all right. I mean, I'm thinking you're a doctor, you know, so I'm not going to question it. But at the same time, these are practicing physicians. They're practicing. They don't know everything. Just like a lawyer practices. He doesn't know everything that's going on so if you think something's wrong you have to you have to say something and that's it's kind of sad but it happens they do that at my job because like i said i work in medical so every time um we have like a white patient come in she got to go home for the day or something like that they take it serious it's like a 20 30 minute appointment black uh a couple of black girls come in she's trying to go home ain't she like no i I doubt it because she look worse than the chick that came in there asking me 10 minutes, the white girl asked me, what do I need to say to them to go home? So I'm pretty sure the black chick over throwing up probably a little worse. Yeah. That's real. Didn't that happen to Serena Williams as well when she was mm-hmm. pregnant and she got a second opinion and had like a blood clot or something. So that's someone with money and it's still happening. So it's alarming, but it's something we have to look out for too. I'm not even sure how to prevent it. There's no solution for real, but that's where we just have to know ourselves, know our bodies, and not to be afraid to ask questions, not to be afraid to get a second opinion, even if we're not Serena Williams, like being able to just reach out to other doctors and maintain your health. But yeah. One thing I did get from her, though, when you mentioned Serena, because this like she mentioned because she did have a blood clot after she gave birth. And she told them, you know, she mentioned that if you if you ask your physician to check something and they don't ask them to have it documented that you requested it and they denied um, treatment or they denied researching it. And if and so that it's documented because you will see I had a doctor, too, like I literally had, like I said, I had an ear infection, came back from Houston and I thought my ear was about to explode. And so I asked her to check it to make sure that there was nothing wrong with my ear, my eardrum. And she was like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. It's, it's been a few days. So you should be okay. And I was like, you know, can you document that in my chart? Just so if something happens, future reference, I had that I asked you, you, you denied treatment. And she, right. was, she left and she came back and she was like, oh, you know, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll, we'll check it out. Like just, just to be on the safe side, we'll check it out. And I'm like, it, it's something as simple as that. If they deny something, just saying, hey, I want this documented that I asked you to look at this and you didn't do it. And just so that it's in my chart for reference. And I, I guarantee you they will change their tune. 
Because like you, like you said, you know your body, you know when something's wrong. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. So thank you for that tip. <laughs> Thanks, Serena, because she, she got me together. <laughs> then y'all yeah, have, like, yeah. uh, before you go, I'm over here looking but, at the definition again, intersectionality, shorthand for an argument that begins with one key insight, someone who belongs to more than one oppressed or marginalized group, a black lesbian, for instance, experiences oppression and, marginaliz and marginalization, um, you know, basically because the fact that she is black and lesbian. So I have, uh, so on Instagram, <laughs> I follow a lot of conscious people on there, right? Mm -hmm. And they're on both ends, like, right, I got some hotel. <laughs> and I got some genuinely- people? Dr. Umar. Some, okay, oh, okay. I don't follow Umar. I mean, I, we, <laughs> no. we, I don't want to get distracted by, no, I don't follow Umar for, for reasons. Where these, um, where these people at? Cause that's definitely not who I get the DMs for. <laughs> we sitting and stuff. I, I know you're not talking about DMs. Um, so you got the whole people, and you got the pretty normally, you know, awakened, enlightened people. And I guess on the more on the hotepi side, you would have some who would say, you know, intersectionality, you know, either doesn't exist or it doesn't make sense because it white people or non-black people who wish to do harm to you are doing harm to you because you're black not because you're a black gay woman or a black trans man or a you know black this this is this, this it's the black first which i guess will be kind of along the lines of what james was saying earlier and um, i mean I, he'll get his chance to speak on what he feels like you know intersectionality is i'm still very i'm, I'm very transparent I still don't know, like I hear these points and they sound super valid and I, I still need, maybe need to talk uh, to see, you know, what my what my fiance Sonia feels, cause I mean, she's a black woman and I've never even talked to her about like, if she feels these type of things uh, at the workplace or, you know, whatever. Um, or when she goes to the doctor and, you know, like does she feel like, she, you know, cause that's the one time they want to act like black women are superheroes. Um, is that the doctor that y'all can just take anything mm -hmm. and you know you could just deal with it it's just because you out here dealing with foolery and sorry men and you know you got to raise eight, eight kids by yourself like now all of a sudden you you carry that into the, the room you know in the doctor's room like that doesn't make sense but I so I get what what would be your responses to um, members of the conscious community who are like, that doesn't exist or that's not a thing because non-black people want to hurt you because you're black, not because of these other, you know, other things that you fall in line with. I think it's a lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like for real, like, like, I, like, I mean, think about it. When you go over to different countries, they don't just look at you and say like, oh, you know, you're black. They also say, oh, you're an American you know you, you you're not you're black and you're an american so they may have issues with black people from nigeria or they may have they may be fine with with people from you know asia and you're black i don't even know if there are any black people in asia but i'm just saying if you were yeah. they may be okay with that but a lot of people overseas are like i hate americans even black people in africa hate black americans so i don't think i, I mean to say that they want to hurt you just because you're black and those other aspects don't intertwine and they don't play a factor of it. It does. I mean, it's almost like a list. Like people look at it and say, you know, 
oh, you're black, so you must be loud and ghetto and you like chicken and watermelon and you got five baby daddies. Oh, you're also a woman. You don't have a, a husband or a fiance. You don't Maybe have, you know, you, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's literally, and then, and then they kind of, I mean, this may not be, you know, and, and, and then you get to the, oh, well, if there's something wrong with you, then you have this, or you have, you know, this, like people look at you, what they see and who you are and people, they judge based off of that. I mean, we're humans. We all, I mean, we all judge off of whether it be positive or something negative. We all pass a judgment based off of what we see, you know, first off. So, I mean, to say that it doesn't exist, I think that's, that's crazy. Facts. Like, I don't even know how to open their mind because that's just a narrow-minded thought process. And if you don't see it around you or if you don't know anybody who has it, then, I mean, the research is there. You could just got to look it up. You know, everything's online. But, yeah, no, being a Black woman is, is definitely, like, a lower step. We get a lot of bullshit. And... Yes, say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to begin because it's like, where do you want to start? But it really boils down to education. Like, I don't know, even if you were like a black man to say something like that or anything else, I wouldn't know what to tell you. I would just have to show you some articles and be like, here, read this. Um, you just like look around. I think there's laws in other states still where they're still trying to. Um, use your hair against you, you know? Mm -hmm. Dreads are almost illegal to have if you're working in certain industries. And that's not right. It shouldn't even be that minuscule. That's such a minuscule thing to me. I'm like, how is my hair a problem? You know, I'm doing the job. My skill set should be the only thing that matters. But yeah, no, I, I don't even have a, a true answer because it's such a complex question. I'm not even a question, a statement that just requires a little bit of education to say, oh, okay, I get that. But at this point, it's almost like a lost cause. Like, oh, you really believe this? <laughs> you believe no one else has extra discrimination against them? Okay. But that's not true. Not true at all. It's one of those things where people ask the question, like, when they, they talk about discriminating against, like, you know, genders, they always like, you know, if you were in a burning building and you had two firefighters and one was a man and one was a woman, who would you want to rescue from the building? Mm. And it's like, you know, it, it doesn't matter who the, whoever can get me out. I know women that can bench like, you know, little fiats and men that can't even lift up a 10 pound weight. So it's just like, and then, but you'd be surprised how many people answer that question and say, I want a man to, to come rescue me. Okay. Well, he might not be able to get you out. So it's like, it's one of those where people do, you look at different, you look at, a woman versus a man, and then you also look at, okay, is she black or is she white or is he black or is he white? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, like, oh, I was, I didn't know she was going to speak, so I was, I was given the... Oh, me time to answer. I mean, to answer your question, uh, Banks, I mean, it kind of, Denise, kinda, or Danielle, sorry, she took all of my answers, so I agree completely with what she said. That's reason I was sitting over here like, yep. Yeah, because she was literally saying everything that I was about to say. And I mean, I would probably acknowledge like, okay, yeah, you're probably right. It is because we are black, but it's also other things too. It's not just black alone. Like it's it's the other factors too. It's not just just black. It's it's more than that. So right. that yeah. But I would be like her and be like, 
the only thing I could do is just tell you to look it up for yourself. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago, like educate yourself. That's, that's the only thing I can do is just tell you to educate yourself. Education is key. It really is. Because a lot of this is coming from an ignorant place, a place where you just mm-hmm. don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if it don't, if I don't know, it don't hurt me, which is essentially how white people move. Yeah. So. And a lot of it, like, I mean, she just pointed out to me with people that think like that, because I'm the type of person if, and KP can attest to this, if I want to do something or if I'm thinking something, there's nothing that you can say or show me that's going to convince me. Otherwise I'm right in my head. So with people like that, that's usually how they are. Like there's nothing that you can say or do that's going to change their mind. That's how they think. And that's how they're made. So I would literally just be like, all right, the only thing you can do is just look it up. That's it. That's it. So just to go back, you were saying that the people are saying like, that people are actively like actually saying that like, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like it doesn't exist. Ben Carson says systematic racism don't exist. Um, uh-huh. I said that. Um, <laughs> uh-uh, you said Ben Carson. Uh-uh, uh-uh. But um, no, I, holy I, water. <laughs> I see it. Um, I see it all the time. Um, I will say the worst part about like when somebody say what you said, you'd be mad as hell because I was gonna deliver with fire, but then they said it and you gotta give it to them. But back to what I was saying. But um, I just see it like a perfect example. That little boy who had on the same fit as that white boy at the restaurant, but his was athletic. You know, um, women get well women checks. They get uh, pap smears, which part of well woman check. They get mammograms after 40 unless you have, um, unless you have. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry about that. But uh, people, uh, unless you have a history of heart um, cancer in your family, but most of them apply to black women. Sickle cell is usually a black disease um things like that like it's so many characteristics and like y'all said to be seen at the bottom of the total pole or seen like that you know like it, you have all these stats and statistics but it doesn't seem like you want to go um president say if we stop testing we'll have less cases but that's not going to stop um as you see um they want to test medicine on black people the same way they want to do this type of thing you know what i'm saying like we ain't good enough for nothing but we good enough to genocide it out and it's just like it's so many examples that like y'all said are out there but don't nobody want to take the time to learn. Um, so yeah, I just, y'all also took a lot of mine too. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to just sit here and say, should I just stretch it just to be, but um, I agree with y'all a lot. Um, especially, like I said, I know the appointments y'all come in for, you know, um, cystic fibrosis, I probably said it wrong, sorry. Cystic, whatever thyroid <laughs> everything like that you know what i'm saying like i see it like i know who's a higher one who's more susceptible to it um hpv you know what I'm saying? it's more common and more prevalent and all these like i see it but you know what i'm saying like they brush that over the rug and stuff like that and that's more important than anything because it's your life you know what i'm saying so and that's just one small aspect of the second place or the first to see the consolation prize that you know especially women that y'all sub uh deal with um I'll ask the next one. Oh, I can't pause this, huh? I think I know what this last one was. Um, all right, sorry, we had a slight technical difficulty. Sorry for the brief delay. But um, we just gonna wrap it with like our last question. <clears throat> sorry. What are some of the personal or semi-personal relationships you have as far as friends or relationships uh, with black men and the workspace, relationship, platonic? I think she can read that because I messed it up. 
I'm on my phone, so I can't. I got you. I messed this up. My fault, people. <laughs> what are some of your personal, semi-personal friends, other friend issues with black men and workspaces, relationship, platonic or uh, romantic, and or as fathers to yourselves or any other young woman? And where do we drop the ball at? And or engage in pro and or engage in problematic behaviors related to black women. It's a really mm -hmm. full question, I know. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> really I'll, cool. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. I mean, you could pick whatever part you want to talk to. That's kind of why I was like, yeah, I'll just say, say a lot of stuff. One one thing that I that that is has in for me that has been consistent as far as my personal life, semi personal, in work and relationships and then maybe even as fathers to me or other young women is accountability or the lack thereof of accountability um and like a combination of empathy a little bit um and what i say that i mean for me it's it's one of those being able to understand that you as a man are not perfect and if someone whether it be your coworker or your friend or your girlfriend or whoever um, says that, hey, something that you've done or said um, made me feel this way, kind of not being able to say, okay, I don't see, I don't see where I did anything wrong. You fucking just kind of misread oh, this. Shit, my bad. Wait, I was gonna say fucking facts. My oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> my you know, bad. I didn't, I didn't see, you know, I don't see where I did anything wrong. You're just kind of just blowing something up or, you misread this or you did this or or you know i did it it wasn't my fault or um not, like i said two people there's always three sides of the story and everybody contributes to everything um i've even had someone at work that they just he just constantly like he could not hold himself accountable for anything it was either his manager didn't treat treat or teach him this his trainer never updated him about this he never got the email he deleted the email it was like all all of these things and he even took it to the point where he even filed a discrimination suit or an intimidate it was something that he he did but not a suit but he just you know went with hr because he just he could never take ownership of anything that he did it was always someone else's fault um and me i mean me personally i've gotten to the point where when i when i've seen that like that's that's one thing that's just been a flag for me with everything it's just kind of like if you can't be accountable for anything to even just be like okay i see where you're coming from even adding that empathy i understand how this could probably feel or i may not know how you feel but let me try to understand where you're coming from or let me try to get that different perspective so i think i mean and that can even wrap back into what we were talking about earlier as far as black women feeling disrespected you may not understand what it feels like to be looked at as being inferior or you know being someone of lesser because you're not seen as a strong because you're a woman but just because you don't experience that doesn't give you the right to dismiss it and say oh well that may or may not have happened it's trying to be empathetic and understanding that but also you know taking part in saying i may not have you know, stood up like I should or been, a, or, you know, said anything when I should have or owned up to something that I might have done or maybe, maybe that you felt. Because my, one of my quotes that my um, grandmother used to always say is, you can't tell people how to feel. You can't, if someone tells you that they feel a certain way, you can't tell them that they don't feel that way. You can't, you can't, you can't do that because just because you said something or done something, you need to take accountability and own up for maybe what you might have let them feel. And then you all come to a, 
conclusion and figure out how you can go forward from that. Mm-hmm. I know I, I said a lot in that, but you know, I had to get my sermon out real quick. It's you, you did that. You didn't get no collection, but you, <laughs> you said that. I'm, Taking tides. I paid it. I paid at the dough, but I got you. <laughs> I would say one thing that I deal with a lot, and that's one accountability is huge. I would say another that I deal with on a work level is going to be, and this is something that's not expressed a lot, but it's going to be like sexualizing women. Like that is something that's kind of big. Like women are just looked at as like for their body or whatever. Like you don't see me like for my brain. Like you don't see me as something else. You just see me as like a sex symbol or, you know, and it's, it's something that's so annoying. I work with a lot of men. And I'm cool with a lot of men um, at work, but that is something that gets annoying. Like it's always brought up in some kind of way. Like today, actually, I went and got some food and it was kind of a jokey thing because y'all men like to joke a lot and (laughs) clown like too much sometimes. But (laughs) I went to get some food for work and this dude was like, you know, hey, next time. And he like sent me some money to pick up like his part. And he was like, next time I'm going to need you to wear something a little different so you can get it for the free. And I'm like, really? Like, oh, you're getting sexually harassed. <laughs> like, right. Like, much. And, you know, that's one thing that's can definitely be worked on for sure. Like, keep it, keep it on a platonic level. Work, work professional, please. Like that. Um, so I feel like in a relationship setting, my issue is with accountability again and vulnerability. Um, I feel like it's just due to experience. A lot of the black men I've dated don't like to take accountability for any of the fuck shit they did and usually will deflect or point fingers or use the whole oh well you know my mom never taught me how to do this or you know i didn't have my dad in my life and all these <laughs> you <things>. too grown <laughs> <laughs> and it's you like you know, 30 now or 40 and it's like um i don't know i'm not here to teach you how to love as a woman but at the same time you do have to be vulnerable enough in yourself to take action to figure out what you need to grow as a man and I feel like that's for anybody as well but that's just been my issues with uh, black men in general and dating um, it's just the accountability for anything that they've done whether they know it or not and I'm expressive I'll tell you when I'm not happy or if there's something you're doing that's bothering me and if you don't take that into consideration then that's letting me know you don't really care and that dismissive behavior will lead to a breakup every time so that's something that i've experienced and same with lex just going into the the workplace i don't experience i haven't experienced too much of the sexualizing part but i've seen it i've seen it and it it's gross it's gross and (laughs) like i really would want I would want them to do better. I mean, that goes back into the accountability and just seeing if they realize it before it does become a huge problem with HR and turning to like a harassment deal. But it's all about growth at the end of the day. And then vulnerability is like, let's say you need 
therapy. Like I go to therapy myself. I'm a huge advocate for it. And I would love for all of my black brothers and sisters to get into it without feeling shame or feeling like, you know, it's for people who have trauma only or mental issues. It's really not. It's a great outlet and it's a great thing to even try. You don't even have to fully commit, but it can help with just your growth in life and just always having that person to talk to when you don't feel like you have anyone to turn to. So, yeah. Niggas be trifling. That's why I was sitting. I was I wasn't laughing what y'all said. I was just are you grown as fuck talking about shit. Shit, I only cheat on you because my daddy wasn't there to tell me how to treat my mama. But it, <laughs> and it's not and it's not all men because I have definitely had like you know male friends or like you know relatives that have been like I realize that I I have terrible communication skills whether it's just like me expressing how I feel or um you know something like that like and they are aware of it and they are you know they may say i'm working on it i don't know how you know or, or i don't know how they're going how they're going about it but i know that they've they are aware it's that self reflection i've even like going back to the guy that i worked with he even he and he didn't realize this but once once it kind of been made aware he like it was one of those things where every female that trained him at work his response was i didn't learn anything from her she didn't teach me anything. And I'm like, she's been, one of the girls has been here 17 years. She knows her job in and out. She, she, I mean, she don't even need a manual. She will tell you, you know, what to do, what not to do. So for you to not learn anything from her, that's when I was like, okay. So when, when I kind of told him like, you've been with these four other women and they've, you've said the same thing every single time. He was like, well, once you kind of put it in perspective like that, then it, it kind of makes it seem like I'm the problem. And I'm like, clearly you're the common denominator out of four. I don't know <laughs> what next class, you know? So it's kind of like that reflective too. Like, I don't, I think there are a lot of men that don't like, like she said, like when you say something to someone and they kind of dismiss it, they don't actually take it into a consideration and say, let me reflect on what Danielle just said. Like, let me reflect. Yeah, niggas, niggas not reflecting. Right. Like, let me reflect on what she just said and say, you know not what? Reflecting. Maybe I am the problem. So, you know, I that's mean. That's hard. That's a hard thing to do, though, right? <laughs> like, that's a hard thing to really sit and be like, dang, I'm trash. Like, that's a difficult conclusion well, to come to. Not it's got to be. It's got to be somebody's <laughs> fault, though. You know, like, um, shit, I'll take accountability. I was calling yeah. Alexis the wrong name apparently the whole show. So I wanted to apologize. <laughs> but um, look, he had to get proof though. He had to get proof. No, you had that, that he was wrong. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> and you was no, like, I, I, was this really what I was doing? Well, yeah. not because I felt bad, but it still don't make the difference if everybody heard it. So you know, <laughs> we can start right now. But um, no, I get it. It's um is it um do y'all get anything from like colorization from black men like is there any type of treated type standard different oh okay you're mm -hmm. talking about colorism mm -hmm. nope that's a good point yeah you, yeah, yeah. But it is i think to me is to me it is i've day i've i grew up in a small well me and lex both we grew up in a small town mostly you know the black people that were there we were related to so i mean the only other option that you had was just if you were going to date someone it'd have to be outside of the town or they were mostly white and just me me dating white men that i've it's 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 different like it's it's it is it's that and i now granted there are some that are kind of i guess it would kind of their environment could kind of play into it i ain't never experienced that you know i never had it um 
I never had a thug, white dude, little, little, little professor from N1 mixtape. I never had that. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's different as far as, like, the communication styles are different. The vulnerability is different. Like, it's, 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 it's completely different. It really is. And it's not, and it's not, huh? Now I was about to ask him, was he asking like that or was he asking like the whole light skin versus dark skin thing? Was that your question? Uh, I was just meaning like just as far as like black men and stuff like that. Like I said, y'all two are, you know, two different complexions. And I noticed that. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. You were. Oh, yeah. I thought he meant like the actual like black men and white men, like the difference in there. No, no, he meant like differences as far as like men treating us different. Because like, I don't know if y'all hang out with each other. Like if y'all two hang out with each other and um, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. If y'all hang out with each other, you know, um, are people more jokey with you, KP, than um, uh, you, Alexis? And, you know, they'll probably be trying to be like more suave or something like that. Or, you know, is it switch where, you know, like, you know, like a different type of comfortability, you know what I'm saying, like that? Or, you know, even with you, uh, Danielle, like, is it, have you noticed it? Because um, I feel like even like being brown, you know what I'm saying? Like, they always want to put you, you can't, you, it can never be your own category. You got to be light skin or dark skin. So I already know that even like that is even like being brown gets his own uh, type of issues as well. So I didn't know if it's like, do you feel like black, do y'all experience like any type of treatment uh, from black men seeing that y'all probably hang with different shades of black women? Eh. Um, it maybe. I would say I would say I don't really experience a lot because my face stops a lot of people from approaching me because I have like <laughs> RBF. As soon as they see me, they turn they immediately like go to her because she has a softer, more welcoming face. So they're like, hey, and she's like this welcoming person because I'm literally like, but that's just my face. <laughs> so I can't any colorism on my part i mean maybe one of them could answer because I, I i will co-sign you on that because it have been times we've been out and i've been like hey and they've been like what's wrong with her i'm like i don't know babe this is my face like <laughs> i would tell you i don't know how many times like dudes will be like you know whenever i first met you you seem just so mean but whenever i got to know you you're actually really nice you're sweet and i'm like thanks yeah but nah, i haven't experienced I don't think anybody treats me different just because I'm lighter complected or anything. I don't really notice it, but I, I could be wrong. I don't think I've ever, I've, I've never had that, like someone just verbally say like, I don't, I'm not interested in you because you're dark brown and I don't, I want a light brown, you know, like, I mean, I don't, I think, I don't know. I don't, I think it, see to me, when I see stuff like that, I feel like people are reaching I mean, I, and I, like I said, I know it happens and I know people like say it, but like I can literally be scrolling on Twitter and like somebody will like, I, I think I've seen like a post where somebody posted like, like a, like a picture of all these different girls. And it was like Janae Aiko, um, who yeah. it was like four different girls. Something like they were, that. Yeah. Huh? They like, they stand or like something like that little beauty. Yeah. They were all like light skin, um, like loose type 2A, 2, 2B curly hair, you know, the loose curl hair. Oh yeah. Girl, and you know, like, huh? I was I'm about the, the curl, the number. I was like, oh. I <laughs> well, I mean like, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, this is the loose curly hair and like the Not girls. The under the, huh? <laughs> Not the 4C? 
I'm four B shoe. I mean, I got a little four C in the front, <laughs> little you know. It's it just you got to mix it up a little bit. But I'm just saying, like you know, they would have those type of comments underneath where people would comment and be like, oh, so basically you saying is that you like that you know it's that pretty much like saying that this is the beauty standard and it's just and it may just be that person's preference. So mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that like when you your your thing whenever Chris Brown had then his song uh, Rex and he was like only fuck only fuck the black bitches with the with the nice hair and people assumed he was talking about like loose curly hair he said nice hair he didn't say what type of hair it was i mean but they just assumed he meant curly hair like he only wants the light skin the you know the black girls with the night with the curly hair like it's like it just what's your your definition of nice so i think people do do it i think it is there like i I know that i think people do say well i don't you know want i i would prefer a lighter skinned girl than a black a darker skinned girl i think it's there Using yeah, on fucking light skin niggas. I only I hear that all the time, and I, I have I, had a dude to me. that before. I have had a dude say I only fuck with light skin chicks. Like I really have, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Like, yeah, that is weird. But okay, you know, I guess to and me that's weird. Lesson. Yeah, I've I've definitely experienced it. I feel like it's also a common thing in LA because the light skin, dark skin jokes fly all the time out here regularly. So it's already a thing that exists, but it, I don't know, it just, it's a turnoff for me, especially when it's coming from black men, especially when it's coupled with like, oh, you're like the first black girl I've ever liked. And it's like, all right, I don't think anybody's first. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's kind of sad because it's, it all plays into this exotic sexualization that people do so when they see you or when they see me they'll do the whole like oh what do you mix with where are you from you're not from here you can't be and it's like okay well i'm not going to convince you i don't don't like people say that to you yeah and it's kind of embarrassing because it's like i'll be feeling them and then this is their whole first impression of me and they're just like no you're not from the islands i'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm from the Bay Area, <laughs> but you know you can't convince people. But it it ties into this this fantasy, I guess. And black men aren't the only ones that do it. It definitely expands across the board of men in general. Um, even when you travel, like as I was traveling to other countries, it was like being American was like not a choice. They're like, no, you can't be. You have to be from somewhere else. And I'm like. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to lie to you, and it, it's it's a little strange. It's a little strange. Um, but it is. It hits a little different when it comes from black men. Cause it's like I don't know why you need to be convinced that I'm anything but black, and I don't understand when black men say they only date a certain complexion either. I'm, I get there's preference, but you know some things you should just leave up unsaid. In a way, like you really <laughs> that way, I would rather not know. Yeah. <laughs> so with with the preference thing too, and that which you just kind of made me think. I and I think we, me and Alexis, have had this conversation before. If that's your preference to only date, like if you only say like I only want to date pe- women that are dark as Kelly Rowland, or I only want to date women that are you know look like Beyonce. 
that's that's your preference. The problem comes in when you say I only date light skinned women because dark skinned women are this. When you when you take the other yes. and you have some type of de- degradation with it, that's where the problem is. It's it's. I mean, to me, if you say, well, I only like I only like light skinned women. Okay, that's fine. You're not for me. Bye. You know. So I mean, that's it. It's it's when you add the because or. But like I, you know that that's where the problem is when you when you have to feel like you have to degrade another someone's skin complexion just be just to make you know some another one feel better make them feel or, like they're rarity or some shit yeah, like that like, yeah I- yeah when you have to do that that's where the problem is that's yeah. just like me saying I don't date dudes that's under five ten <laughs> I ain't add no butt to it. I might be, I might make an exception because there might be some shit under the cabinets that I need and I don't want to bend yeah. down and get it. That might be an exception, but I'm just saying like that might be my preference, but I'm not going to say I only date niggas out of 5'10 because a niggas out of 5'8. Like I feel like you don't use that shit before because you know, you, you know, no. you see how people don't say stuff and it just come out the chamber a little too easy. Like she ain't think about like, what could a 5'10, she knew exactly what Ooh. a 5'10 and yeah. under man be. No, I'm just saying they they a little bit closer to the floor, and I'm a little bit closer to God, so I just feel like got you. Like I don't like my women dunking, but you know, but I mean, it's it's a preference, like you said, but, right? So I'm not five ten, so I I mean, I'm not below five ten, so <laughs> you I can't relate. You can't. I, I I just defended it like it hit me a certain type of way or something like that. Like I don't, I just, <laughs> I just, but yeah, um, I guess the slander. My dog over here. You ain't just gonna keep talking about my dog though. But are uh, you under five ten? <laughs> five six. Oh, I know it's you hard. Know, look, you look for way people. taller than that. Honestly, that's that's not any better. <laughs> of a comment. I'm sorry. So you standing up right now, aren't you? <laughs> oh. So yeah, we gonna call yeah. this an epnon plan. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so everything we said about uh black women, we just gonna throw this shit up now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dang, over a height. I like right. black women, but yeah, just... <laughs> but now I guess uh for us to wrap up the question, um, I like y'all inputs. Um color one was what I wanted. Um the one that really answered because uh, I don't know how I keep y'all and getting light skin, and I get mixed too. I don't get it, but that's stupid. Um, what would y'all give advice or anything like that for us to be better as men going forward and champion, you know, our queens? You just know, like we talked about earlier, just respect the black woman. So, oh, I like this shirt. Thank oh. you. It is. Love that. Yes. Stand okay. up for it. That's exactly what needs to happen. You gotta, what? You gotta Could've stand up. Head ass part out of it, but I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Try to slide at anything anybody heard that. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. Your mic was on, but I got you. <laughs> you got a haircut under there too? Why? Nah, but the hat's on for a reason. I ain't about to have this on my Okay. But uh yeah, I got you. Honest. But back to y'all critiques of what we can do to be better. Um, I'll start. So I feel like it'll be short and sweet. Being open to learning, to hearing new things, and um, maybe just realizing that in general, Black women are not a threat. Um, Just realizing like we are you're equal in a sense in the workplace, professionally, mentally, physically. 
Like we can all achieve the same goal if we work together. Um, but not allowing things to happen like um, the girl getting thrown into the trash can, the girl getting hit by a skateboard, um, sexually harassing other women. Taking accountability for the people you do know that are in your circle who are like that or who aren't progressing us as a people, holding them accountable because I can't expect everyone to take or to point out a stranger doing something wrong, but you can definitely work on your inner circle, whether it's your brothers, your friends, anybody who you see as a peer that you respect, just make sure they're also respecting black women as well. And um, I think that's pretty much it. I would say being open, always learning and educating others, accountability, um, verbal support is always ne necessary. We like to hear you guys uplift us with your words. And yeah, I think that's about it. I'm gonna co-sign everything Daniel just said. Times two, facts. That was it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Okay. Well, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I'll... laughs> Y'all kind of drove that one home. That's how you know it's the end. But um, well, 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 one more, one more question, or if they even have one. So, do any? I know we asked you ladies a lot of questions about various things. Is there anything that you would like to ask us, or do you feel like you would like our opinions on? If not, that's cool. We're not offended, you know. But <laughs> I just wanted to allow you the chance to ask any questions or see what our input is on anything. Why do y'all feel like niggas ain't shit? Uh, I just feel hey. like okay. You no. asked, you no, asked. I was, oh, I was about to yes. Oh, Give y'all platform, and you just strike us. That, no, um, I just feel that like it's a lot of common sense that um I give white people this. They are very in tune with who they are emotionally, you know, all this type of stuff. And I feel like it's just a constant dick swinging contest between men just to showcase that you are stronger mask and whatever to another nigga you know what i'm saying and for all these black men that are so homophobic you sure seem to do a lot of caping for another guy and you'll put down the motherfucker is gonna be spooning with your big soft ass at the end of the day and i just feel that like it's it's such a it's such a achievement to other these are more niggas but just the other niggas just to to be like, yeah, I did her, man. She la 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 la. I did X, Y, and Z to this person just to see what the reaction of another man is gonna be. So I just feel that like the fact that somebody threw somebody through a damn trash through a window, you know what I'm saying, just for some clicks or something like that. And everybody that stood around them and thought it was some type of humor, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this is this is common sense, you know what I'm saying? Like it don't. My mama held me 10 toes down. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't even, so if any type of representation, all y'all don't look like my mom, but all y'all women, you know what I'm saying? So I know what, I know what she would have gone through versus, and my dad was in my life, so I ain't gonna like poop on him, but what he would have gone through for me. So to get maybe a small semblance of that, 
you know what I'm saying? I'm going to fight for that, you know, without having to put the shirt back up. I'm going to fight for that every time, you know what I'm saying? So just the fact that this should have been A1, you know, because everybody mama, you know, every every nigga rap song got to do with mama, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it seemed kind of funny that after mama is my niggas and it's the block and it's the streets and it's the powder and it's money over bitches, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just, it's just, or... Like you said, it's light skin shit you find for a black chick. Um, you know what I'm saying? You the cutest dark skin girl I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Like it's stupid shit. I don't, so I just think it's they just not. Like it's I gotta deal with niggas before I gotta deal with white people. It's it's one thing to talk, talk to white people. You expect them to be stupid, but like, come on, boy. I guess for what good answer for what he said, I was trying to follow it. Um so you're saying that. It's basically because boys want to impress each other. That's where the stupidity is. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of you not you clearly aren't doing this for no girls. Because I mean, no woman. Okay. Because clearly okay. this ain't. I don't. She even right, said this ain't uh, it. exactly. She even said uh, what you what did you say? He said he went to the store wear something cute to give me some free. What's she gonna be like? You know, I got it tomorrow. You know, ain't nobody gonna say that shit like that's that's offensive. You know, because women already deal with their own insecurities. So what do you think that makes you feel that I'm only worth, you know what I'm saying, what you could do for me? And it's the same with, like, um, it's the same with just in general. Like you say, you say something, well, you got to be from the island. So does that, does uh, the foreignness of it negate my beauty or is it the personality that I'm bringing to you? You know what I mean? So, like, it, it, it's, but all I got to do is tell you that I done killed a nigga for a dude or I done play AAU basketball and I got all your attention. So it's, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would, um, I would hang my hat on that part anyway. Cause I mean, that's a, that's a pretty full question that could go everywhere. Like uh, why niggas ain't ish, <laughs> yeah. but to, I guess use your, I, I say, I noticed that. So I teach middle school right now. I've taught every grade level, but I teach middle school. And that is where I've noticed that boys, especially, are the stupidest. Um, and <laughs> to to talk about what James talked about, like like right now, we have football workouts, and I'm one of the assistant coaches. And there's one boy who is the who was the quarterback, and all he wants to do is look over at the other boys who I guess have a little more status um you know be it you know because they're taller or because their skin is clear right now or because they have you know girls so all he would do is just look keep looking over at what they were doing and I'm like okay you got you got to do these workouts like you got to be here I don't know what type of football you're gonna think you're playing in the fall (laughs) but you care so much about what they own you know, they on a totally different plan. They got other stuff going on, but you want to be over there so bad that you never have time to worry about yourself and to really sit with yourself because you're trying to be with the niggas. And I feel hard like, ERs. you know, what'd you say? No, I said hard ER. Oh, I, I guess. No, yeah. I, I meant like culturally, you know, like <laughs> the niggas. But... Um, <laughs> And I see that in the classroom, too. Like, boys, like, yes, they cut up for girls, right? But when I put, especially my black boys, those we're talking about, when I put my boys, or when they put my boys in a room all together, it's turned. And it's like, you know, like, girls, they, <laughs> I learned this even when I was teaching 
first, second, and third grade. I mean, kindergarten, first, and second grade. Girls in a classroom mellow it out. You know, when it's a bunch of boys in the classroom, it is nuts. It's constantly somebody trying to outperform somebody, trying to outtalk and cut up. But when you put girls in there, there's a sense of like peace in a way you're supposed to act <laughs> because girls are typically really mild mannered. They follow the rules and they almost are like a model, you know, for how you're supposed to be. And I just feel like when guys get around each other, there is no modeling more. There isn't anything. It's like, I want to one up you. I can't, I mean, I can't nigga. tell you. Right. I can't tell you how, like, right. Even that roast battles and all that type well, of stuff. Up. Like I've seen all that stuff. No, you and, ain't talking about last nigga. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's like all of that. It's all that all day long. And I, <laughs> I, I do. I, I, I feel like it's a measuring. All over. I feel like it's a measuring contest constantly amongst men. And unfortunately, disrespecting and, you know, putting down black women, black women is a byproduct. Like, I don't think any of them really feel, some of them do, you know, some of them have like ill intent, but I don't think any of them really truly like at their core feel like they want to throw you in the trash can. It's a hype machine back there with all their little friends or somebody didn't got in their ear or somebody thought this would be cool for the gram, like the dude who hit the girl with the skateboard and now he's trying to go, when after that happened, he tried to go on live and explain himself like that was going to help. But like you didn't, like James said, you didn't do that because you love black women or that you care. Like you did that because you love these niggas more. And that's really the, one of the trip ups that a lot of black men get caught up in early. You know, like I said, like middle school, um, pretty much middle school specifically, because that's when a lot of other stuff stops, starts going on. And a lot of other thoughts happen. But yes, I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations. I had to pull boys to the side and be like, look, you're trying to do all this for your little friends. I don't even get it. You know, and knowing that I, 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 I do, but like, I got to be grown, right? Like I got to say like grown up stuff sometimes. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I, I, I totally agree. It's that's one issue out of the multifaceted things that's wrong with niggas um, is that we want to try to impress each other before honestly, this is such a deep part, right? Before honestly being okay and impressing ourselves. Uh, we want to do the most for Jaquan, Latavius, Jamal, you know, the crew. So we James, don't even know. Let's give them normal names now. James and Derek. I mean, he's in the ghetto. <laughs> like, okay, Latavius. I, mean, I don't know. It's a couple Twans. I know some of them. Um, I know some, you know, E-Mans. I mean, we can sit, <laughs> we can sit up here and go through all these names. But I, I, I really feel like it's a detriment. Like, we don't have, we don't, we don't develop any time for ourselves. Like, we always looking for that next thing to do to get into, to mess up or to, you know, and we don't know each other. So when we get to y'all and y'all offer some sort of stability or, you know, assurance or understanding, we like, mm -mm, this, this is too stable for me. I don't want nothing to do with it. I got to mess this up. <laughs> so that's my take on it. Yeah.